You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, it's Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast, and we are back. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Where's Jesse? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We should just add him to the title. Just when we're getting ready to, he, he leaves. <laughs> He's a tough get. I mean, I mean, some people have commitment to podcasting and some people don't. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Now, we thank Jesse Starcher from the Source Material Podcast. He's been hanging out with us for a while, playing our RPG with us. I hope you've been listening to that. He stuck around for a few of our regular episodes. We did a time travel countdown, which is a lot of fun. Sure, yep. you listened to that one. So, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not what it's we're just, doing tonight, though. Right. Just what the three doing? amigos again. And we're going to talk... A show I'm guessing Cliff has been bursting at the seams <laughs> with opinions on. Yeah, I want to hear them all. Mm. Disney Plus's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Man. I'm going to start uh... off by saying that I am an Obi-Wan Kenobi head. Like, this is what, what this is might be my favorite Star Wars character in, for real. Like, I mm-hmm. like, there's some side characters that I really love you know of course i always like boba fett and i like cad bane is one of the newer characters i like but from the original you know yeah all the way back the the who, one of the people whose stories i like the most is his and i just i loved ewan mcgregor in the prequels and like he's probably one of the few good things about the prequels that you know it's really stand out yeah, I just, I, uh, just his story is, is really great. So, and so to get to see this time in his life is really a big bonus, you know. For and us. I also felt like fans have been talking about this, or they've been promising this. It seems like for a very long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. even back when the prequels had wrapped up, it was like you know the next trilogy is going to be an Obi Wan. So, like I remember hearing. Talk oh, yeah. about more Obi Wan, more Obi Wan. There was a uh, sideshow collectibles statue of a Obi Wan set in this era that they did, like that was so cool looking, and I just loved the idea of that age of mm-hmm. you know of Obi Wan. I was like, I've always been intrigued, like what would happen in that era, you know, what would we get to see? Yeah. So for I- I'm sure some people have accused Disney or or Lucasfilm, or Kathleen Kennedy, or whoever, they don't give the fans what they want. This is what the fans wanted. Yes. And And have for a long time. Absolutely, absolutely. And and a high percentage of them still bitched about it, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's Star Wars. There have always been little plot holes or things that didn't line up perfectly. That is, that's part of what we love about it. Well, the thing is that uh, it's like anything else that you liked as a kid. When you were a kid, you didn't care about the plot holes. Right. You know, everybody grew up and became thinks they're more sophisticated, and it's still it's the a same movie thing. For yeah, children. Right, right. <laughs> right. It right. was made for kids. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I I have to agree. I you and McGregor was one of the very few things I liked about the prequels. But Alec Guinness was always, you know, that was my Obi-Wan because he was the guy in the original trilogy that I grew up with. I always thought you and McGregor did a really good job in those. And um, I just wasn't that big of a fan of the prequels. Uh, I'm, I'm much more of a fan of the prequels probably today because of all the... The, the context, yeah. all the extra stuff that is that it, has given it context. Right, and then when we add things just as a whole, because I tend to think of the prequels, the Clone Wars animated show, and Rebels, I, I, it all starts to smoosh together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I agree, that def- that makes them better. Yeah. yeah, I definitely had that thought, because this show started with the five-minute-long recap of the prequels. Right, and I haven't watched those movies in a long time, so it oh, was helpful to me. I told I it. told people do not skip the previously <laughs> one because it is worth it. But yeah. those five minutes looked thrilling, and like it was all the stuff I how I didn't remember the prequels. It's like yeah, yeah, there's adventure and excitement, and like you said, it's been years now. You know, the kids who grew up on the prequels and loved them as kids are now adults, so they have fond memories of them. Yes, they've been memed to death the hello there and all the general grievous stuff. Like, you know, I, I hate saying like, you know, go to Reddit and the, every five seconds there's a, there's a prequel meme. Yeah. So it's like, it has taken on this second life beyond. Right. And he said it's been expanded by all the extra stuff. So they're in a, especially in, and things like uh, Hayden Christensen mm. who, Oh, we hate Hayden Christensen. Now he's a star. Hey, we, it's so happy to have him back. Like, Wait, that's such are a give, the same that, people? Yeah, that gives you such... I mean, but it is funny how you look... You remember not really liking him back yeah. then. And then now, there's just nostalgia for it, even. It's like, you know, oh, that guy. He probably <laughs> went through a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like him. You know, I, you know it, it's, it is weird how it affects you. I can even admit to that. I would have mm. never said he, he was anything great back then. But now, I think, that guy did the best job he could. And, you know... Right. So there's oh, well. a lot going into this. We know it's just going to be six episodes. We know it can't change the world. We know how it is going to end. We know who who doesn't die. But I still feel like there's a lot of weight to it. From fan expectation to the lore, you have to try to work it. Like, So, it, I don't know, it was the expected story, but we needed it to go in a maybe an unexpected way. And I, mm. I, I, If you think it pulled it off or not, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, so, you know, part one just kind of starts out with Obi-Wan hanging out, living in a cave on Tatooine, cutting meat during the day. And First off, yeah, first off, his look is incredible. The, the like, just that outfit that he starts out with is so cool. Like, the blue, mm-hmm. he's got the blue to go with his lightsaber. I mean, you don't need the lightsaber Mm-mm. because you have the blue shirt or whatever. I'm just like, that is so smart and i'm just like i remember you asking years ago when you you made a green lightsaber i was like i I feel like i was like i would make a blue i'm just like i'm a i'm an obi-wan you know i just i i and i I was like just seeing him in the blue shirt without the lightsaber until until the end on his hip or whatever i was like it's like that was so good and i I was like and he's got that that aged look now Mm. i'm just like they were killing it at the beginning, you know, with yeah. that. But yeah, the so girl. here's step one, exactly what I expect. Ten years right. later, 
he's a little older, a little sadder, and he's hanging out on Tatooine doing literally nothing. Like, yeah. okay, that's where that's where we knew the story was going to start. And it's like, okay, what could he possibly do? Because we're we we are kind of sick of hanging around Tatooine in the desert. All these shows are set on the same planet. Yeah. So yeah, you know, what could they possibly do that would be novel? I think they did it right. I mean, the 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 Leia twist. Well, yeah, was it the, a twist? Ed? I had no idea. I had no idea that 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 they were going, and and I felt stupid. Honestly, I <laughs> I remember watching that first episode and thinking, man, I am so dumb. And why? Or or. I, as plugged in as I feel like I am, I am Mr. Twitter, and I don't, I do not, did not see a peep of anyone even suspecting this on my timeline. And I, I was, so when I saw them wheel out little Leia, I was like, wow, what, yeah. what a surprise. You know, but that I, was I, great. All I could I, think was Luke. All, all we saw was Luke. Exactly. And I am not Mr. Twitter, but I heard they cast the young Luke. Yeah. I heard that Mark Hamill tweeted, hey, good job, young guy. Like, they were talking about Luke in the build-up to this. And I don't remember a word about, I'm sure they put a name out for Leia was going to be in it or whatever, but I feel like they misdirected it in the right oh, way. Oh, yeah. It but then it's so obvious, like you said, she's as important as he is. There's yeah. two siblings, and we just all assumed Luke. <laughs> and when you say, no, Luke's on the desert, he's fine. We're going this way. I thought, How? brilliant. Yeah, unexpected makes perfect sense, and it it just, I, it works so well for me. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. Well, half the reason it works so well is that that actress just. I mean, I was immediately like, "Oh my god!" I the I I love her as Leia. Like, it did not feel awkward to me. I mean, she had the attitude, and just was you know this cute little thing, and and just visually you know i could see it it didn't it didn't come off i didn't notice it uh, you know like all this like we did with hayden christian christensen all those years ago and and jake lloyd and just being like oh this kid's annoying you know that crap i was just like me like oh my gosh we get to see alderon for the first time and you know she's just living her life there as as a princess, but but she's Leia, she's defiant and, and rebellious and just amazing, just from the get go. Yeah, it's Obi Wan protecting a kid, which we expected, but it gets him out of the desert, and it doesn't mess up. You know, Luke's story is that he's a bored farm kid. He's never seen action. He doesn't know what's going on. Leia has a much more layered past. She's been, you know, she's a princess. She's been places. So the fact that she's had a little adventure, you know, run, yeah. you know, that's not as big a gap <laughs> to get right. to. If Luke had had a whole side quest, you know, th- then a lot of his stuff wouldn't make sense in episode four. But I, I just, I just feel like that was such a smart choice. And yes, I feel dumb for not <laughs> for not seeing it as obvious. I like I said, I thought I thought I was dumb, and I thought Jordan's dumb too. <laughs> <laughs> We're all dumb together. <laughs> Oh, so they've worked in the Grand Inquisitors and that whole, uh, from mainly from Rebels. Uh, they were the bad guys, the Jedi hunters. They've, they've worked them into the story and, and, and uh, I didn't know who any of them were, but the minute they walked on screen, I'm like, those are animated characters. Like the looks of them, you can very, even for somebody who doesn't know, it was obvious they were, the costumes were adapted from an animated look. And yet you didn't need to know, uh, (laughs) 
That was uh some of their motivations were a little inexplicable here and there, like I don't know why every moment were they so mad about everything Re- Reva did. It's like what what's isn't she supposed to be right. Petra Jedi? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, there was a lot of fan hate towards that girl playing uh, I mean, Thunder. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did not get that. I thought she was really good. Yeah, I, I thought I, just I, to say right off the bat, there if there was a weak performance in this, it was not her. No, no, I was happy with her. I mean, she was a, you know, she ran like a cat and and used the force. <laughs> I mean, what what else could I want? Yeah. But but no, she was she was smart. She was cunning. She was uh, you know, she was she was uh, a, a a believable enough bad person um in the first few episodes. But what I guess those first few episodes, the big thing. And I'm sure, you know, that's what they wanted. That was the whole point. But it was just the character. I was trying, because the first couple, I was like, I like it. But Obi-Wan just seems kind of, I don't know. He out was, of it. Yeah. He's so out of Ooh, that was thunder. Don't talk bad about Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> He's so out of it. And and honestly, I, I would say, like, like, I thought his performance was questionable on some stuff like he he played some things a little too dumb yeah like like again like yeah you i i I like the child actor she was great but it was hard to swallow her knowing more what to do than him so much of the time yeah it's like it was a it was just a bit it was a stretch for me Mm -hmm. um so we've seen him as this great jedi and a leader right uh, and can do insane saber tricks and stuff, and he can barely use the force now. Yeah, after yeah. And I didn't stuff. mind that type part of the story. It was just like he, his mind was cloudy. Yeah. It's just like he was, he was just like doddering guy at at some points. But so I just don't think they perfectly got across what they were trying to. But that's a minor. Thing. Yeah, I think they just went. They they leaned a little too hard into that he's out of touch thing. Um, you can be out of touch without being dumb. Yeah. There was this, there was one scene in the third or fourth episode where, uh, I thought it was just like it, you could tell this was the first draft of this scene. It's like the first time he meets O'Shea Jackson and he's talking to him. It's like that whole scene was just like a first draft, just like very cookie cutter dialogue that just, Mm -hmm. I can't believe that they didn't redo that. And he just like, you don't even know what, what the empire could do. And it's like, <laughs> yes, they do. You know, I'm like this just yeah. sounds it's like, how, how do you agree to say this? But, uh, <laughs> for the, but yeah. mo- for the most part, it was good. Yeah. I, I did just being the six parts, I did feel like they could have fleshed out and that's, you know, you can say that's a, a star Wars thing too, but they could have fleshed out some of those background characters a little bit more. I mean, some of them felt like a little bit of a plot device, you know, when, uh, with uh uh what's the the main woman's name tala um oh some of her stuff just felt awkward and weird just sitting at the control panel talking to him right yeah nobody's gonna notice (laughs) and the whole thing at the end with the with the bomb and stuff and he's just like right there i was like yeah yeah i don't know should i throw it at the bad guys 
but in, in, in a way, it, uh, like I said, it did feel very, you know, kind of 70s or 80s Star Wars-ish. It's a show. It's yeah. a show, you know. It's just like, this is what a weekly Star Wars show would be in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's... I don't know. I guess my point is, as I start to think of these weaknesses, I saw, like, I felt like it was... I enjoyed the show... There were so many things I was like, I got to do the, oh, oh I got that. Yeah. I saw, right. I got that reference. Yeah. You know, everybody likes that. And, right. uh, but there was a lot of cool stuff we got to see. A lot of, uh, I loved when they came in with the air speeders. I yeah. always, you know, I yeah. think of them as snow speeders, snow speeders. obviously, but they're, yeah. they're air speeders and they make the lot, the something about, those are, those are supposed to haul trash yeah. and all of it. And it's just like click in your brain. Those harpoons were never for taking down ad <laughs> They were for hauling trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. Good. Nice little references. And, um, you know, uh, a big thing for me in this series was, uh, you know, later on towards the end of the series, when, when uh, the not yet rebels are are trying to flee the empire, trying to escape, and they're pinned down in that hangar, um, and they they the ship finally takes off, and Vader catches it. You know, uses the force. Mm. We've we've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it reminded me of he does that in uh, Star Tours, the ride at Disney uh. World. That years and years and ago that that was something i remember the first time i saw that i was like whoa that's pretty cool like that's a cool thing i never they never did in the movies and then you know they've done it since but but never i guess at that scale so that was was yeah i've I've heard people say that like you know for vader being such an iconic you know the number one movie villain of all time you know in the original original trilogy what does he do but you know the sword fights are a little bland yeah he gets beaten by a kid and an old man like but like, yeah, the, these expanded, you know, Rogue One. We're, right. we're 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 making him the villain. We always knew he was. Yeah, and, and yeah, and... him dropping the ship was awesome. And then when he ripped it open, I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. The the Star Wars as a whole, I I was Rogue One is so underrated to me, but it really, if anything, it did right was that you know everybody loves that last hallway scene with Vader. But ever since then, they've they've you know I, they've kind of worked it out like less Vader is better Vader. You know when when they do show him, he he can be super powerful. But we don't need to see that a lot because it works better just uh, when he's in pursuit of of our characters rather than focusing on what he's doing. So he just kind of shows up and and you know is the badass now. So. So love that. Um, I don't know any any other real quick thoughts. What did you guys think about that flashback scene with with Obi Wan and and Anakin? For well, the they have a that that's one of the things I kind of I mean it makes me want to watch the previews and then this all again. You know, it's like really to catch everything. Their relationship is really such an important one in Obi-Wan's story. You know, he had this complicated relationship with him. And after having to basically pick him up 
after Qui Gon Jinn died, you know, it's like he was never meant to be have the relationship he did with him. He was he 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 thought of him as like a brother. He treated right. him like a brother, and, and that is basically the whole problem. Yeah, because it, it, it is because what did you know? What did Anakin didn't need a brother. He needed a father. Right. And, and that's exactly what Palpatine stepped in and did. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's like, I'll be your father figure. Yeah. Put your Fil- tiny head in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Filoni did such a, a amazing job explaining that to everybody in a way that I think a lot of us didn't think about it um, in those terms you know, what, a, a couple years or so ago. Um, and, and that's what we're seeing here is just, you know, now we understand it better and it's it, it makes so much more sense seeing that, how the relationship really went and, and being a brother and a friend rather than to, you know, being that that and, father figure. In his yeah, life. and brothers and that hurt each other. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the last time he saw him, they were fighting in the lava, okay, and then he still thinks of it still thinks of him as Anakin in that last episode, my friend is truly dead. Goodbye, Darth. And he yeah. calls him Darth instead of Anakin, which again, episode four, Master of Evil, Darth. And I've heard people say, why would he call him Darth? That's mm-hmm. a title or whatever. So like <laughs> that, that again, we're, we're fleshing out the little details. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, those fights between the two were interesting on how much, they progress because like you said, last time we see him revenge of the Sith, they're doing flips and all this. You can't even follow it. They're moving so fast. And then it's very CGI. Right. Right. And then, you know, Obi-Wan's got his weapon buried out, out in the dune sea with a hundred other lightsabers, apparently. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but when he finally picks it back, I'm going out there with my metal detector. No doubt. Um, just it's just lightsabers and those black melon things that the uh, Tuscans eat, yeah. uh, drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but when he does pick yeah, it back the up, the Tuscans keep finding sabers. It's like ah, I can't uh, drink that. Uh, <laughs> kick some dirt on it. Kick some sand on that. Got a melon. <laughs> so yeah, when he picks that lightsaber back up, you know he hasn't. He's out of practice. He's cut himself off from the force, and and we kind of get you know we get to see him progress back into it as it's coming back. You yeah. know, he's nobody was ready for that. Everybody was not expecting that, and I'm sure that was frustrating. It didn't bother me, but it, really, I was like, yeah. okay, I see what they're doing. They're he's gonna have to. He really is just like so down on himself. Mm-hmm. You know. He's become more meditative. He's not the guy in Duel of the Fates where he's becoming his his master. Where where Duel of the Fates, he's hopping around behind that shield wall, just like waiting. I'm ready to run in. And yeah, Qui Gon is like Sensei, you're down yoga pose, <laughs> like just waiting for the thing to open. And and that, that's just the story of his youth. Yeah, and and how he's becoming more tentative it's too bad that they weren't able to include something to do with darth maul because that's such an important relationship too to obi-wan's right. story right it, uh, it, it, <clears throat> it it definitely is and because originally they had announced that you know they were bringing maul back 
and then he was ba- uh, Ray Park was written out of the out of the scripts up more or less, and I think it had more to do with using that character in uh, in the Ahsoka series. I think is where oh, we're going to see him pop okay. up. But he was attached to the project and then you know cut out of it. But I think that yeah. was why. I think we will see more of him. But yeah. We've we've seen so much Maul and Obi Wan from Clone Wars. And I know it's just like you would let if you, when you're calling a series Obi Wan, it's yeah. uh, it's tough to be like, wow, it's not in there at all because man, I think that's just like it is his arch enemy. That is his arch yeah, enemy. He definitely. killed he killed his his you know sensei. He killed, mm-hmm. you know this is the guy, and then you know there wasn't really a way to do it. I was just curious if they could find a way. Right. So yeah, everything else I thought, you know, it just looked Star Warsy to me enough. I mean, I thought the sets were great. I thought it just the, the visuals were were you know, they were a movie quality. Um the effects and and just the general set designs and I, I you know, much just like we talk about the Mandalorian. I, I mean, people talk or uh complain about Disney and the Disney Plus stuff, but man, even Boba Fett was good enough for me. Like so far, so good. It's it's all Star Wars, and keep spending the money and pumping this stuff yeah. out because I'm excited yeah. for new characters. But it's nice to see in small doses give us yeah. some, you know, what we want out of it. Um, yeah, for me, there was an awful lot of stuff that was silly or didn't make sense, or I rolled my eyes at, or I like. Should I rewind and try to figure out what they're talking about? Yeah. No, but. Every episode balanced out that stuff with cool stuff. Like yeah. there was enough stuff I liked that the dumb stuff didn't bother me. Like right. yeah. I didn't get hung up on it. And there's there was you know the the chase through the woods, the you know flea chasing <laughs> tiny Leia. Yeah. It's like what? Who, what? <laughs> like they're hiding behind branches. Like that yeah. was so weird. Even the thing, the fence, the laser <laughs> yeah. fence. Yeah. yeah, that they couldn't just walk around. No, literally just you can't walk, walk around, around that. So, like the lo- I saw people tearing apart the logic of it all. Like, yeah, well, this oh, is no, yeah. oh, this is duh. It's like okay, it's Star Wars, and right. then okay, two minutes later, something awesome happened. So yeah. I forgot about the fence. Who cares about the fence? Before like, ever, the fence cut a deer in half. That was cool. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was stupid though. And I, I, my, the stupidest thing I I hated. I I remember messaging you, you guys. I like that little actress just fine, but when she said, give me a ladder, I was like, go fuck yourself. I, I That's the worst writing. No kid is going to say that and order people around. And I just She's like, a princess. It, just, it did not work. It did not work. You know it. I went yeah. on with my life, but I was like, okay, right. you guys straighten up here. Especially when O'Shea Jackson says, we, got, we, got, we, got, you know, we have to get this ship fixed and we are in limited time. And it's like, oh, the kid's doing it. All right. So he wanders around and talks to everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's just they, the dumb look on Obi-Wan's face. Like, what? I was like, man, what shrooms are you on? You're not even doing anything. And you just walk around in a fog. She's. <laughs> but what? But I still really liked that little girl. And she did a, as good a job as with what she was given. I think yeah. sometimes it's not her fault. No. No. But, you know, but getting was those... a little thin, the whole. You know, the original quote, help me, Obi-Wan, General Kenobi, years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. All right. She could, she, that if, if, if we say that she's trying to be coded or something, yeah. she does a lot better than Jimmy Smith's. 
Jimmy yeah. Smith's is like, hey, I'm going to go where Luke is, yeah. so don't right, tell right. anybody. Nobody, yeah, don't tell anybody I'm going to go help with Darth Vader's children. <laughs> yeah, I just said new droid, new droid who dis. Maybe he didn't know who was calling. She had to explain. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so at the end, yeah, he says, oh, we can't, you know, we shouldn't see each other again. No one must know. It could endanger us both. So that felt like a wallpaper over, like, let's just sure. pretend we've never met, right? Right, Wait, right. Whatever. Yeah, a lot of... <laughs> Uh, Again, I don't. I don't get hung up on that. I make no. notes of it and talk about it. But I don't right, know. right, 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 right. But there, there was a lot of stuff that I really liked that they did. You know, with the Inquisitors, you know, fighting, infighting. That the rule of two. Why there's a rule of two? You know, and there shouldn't be seven brothers and sisters out there because they're all fighting for power and and trying to one up each other and outdo each other. It, it, that stuff makes a little what's bit more sense. What's up with what's up with you can just stab people in the guts and they don't die. Yeah, I don't stab know. Stab the stab the inquisitor, stabbed her somewhere out there Qui-Gon's ghost is like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe their stomachs are in different places than, I than guess. Qui-Gon's were, but I don't know. So, so we all cut, knew cut, he was cut Darth Maul in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all knew Qui-Gon was going to show up, right? That that didn't surprise me. Oh, anybody. yeah, that was... I'm surprised it took that long. But um, I also really liked the Lars and and Baru stuff, too. Like, Man, they know, looked good for... For, like, trying to match up. Like, oh, my gosh, how do you look like that? Yeah, even... Um, uh, I can't think of his first name. His last name's Edgerton. Joel, Joel yeah. Edgerton. That plays Lars. Even him, she like she looked walking. amazing. Like she looked exactly the same. She did. I was like, yeah. I was like, what the hell is going well, she's on? She's been in a cult, so. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> That's why you drink that blood. I saw somebody make a joke of like, wow, they must have had to send a whole squadron of stormtroopers to take them out. Like, you know, in episode <laughs> right. four when they're dead, yeah. like yeah. they can fight. They weren't just ambushed. Right? Yeah. yeah, there was probably you, quite a battle. You don't want an ambush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh but yeah even like doing the little because the original actor walked with a limp and then working that into the story i was like okay that's the fun stuff i'm here for like <laughs> it means nothing but it just gives me enough explanation that i feel like okay this is more believable yeah but yeah, I, uh, as a whole, I thought it was great. I really did. Uh, of course, you know, everybody loved that Vader Obi-Wan finale. Um, I was super impressed by it. Like, just having... I just didn't mat- like him walking away. Yeah, for the Why don't time. you kill him? I didn't yeah. read anything about that. Like, I honestly thought it would be in my face, and I never saw anybody say anything about it. All. But I, I was yeah. like... It's just like what? What? Why didn't you kill him? Yeah, why didn't you learn the first time? But it just it, made no sense. He came back, so you're just going to do the same thing. That yeah, I mean, I'm but sure. I mean, you can explain it away. I can think of a million ways to say why he wouldn't. But well, it's just you're going to regret that later. Yeah, it's just the fact that you know we 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 have to pick it up in episode four where we yeah you know, where everybody's right. alive and kicking. So you have to have the symmetry of you. You watched your master get killed, and now you're going to make Luke yeah. watch his, his get killed. And... But they did, you know, work in that big scar on his, on his yeah. from Return of the Jedi, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. genius, great. I love nice. that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought the, um, 
you know, like I said, the visuals were super, super Star Wars-y. I thought the music was great. Um, I love Star Wars music. I love the themes. Yep. And that rem- totally reminded me of a couple episodes ago when Jordan, and speaking of ambushes, ambushed us with a top 10 list. Yeah. So I oh, made, so you're doing it. So oh, I made a top 10 list. Throw the gauntlet. Of my f- top favorite Star Wars <laughs> music. Favorite oh, that's, songs, that's, favorite that's, themes. Okay. I'm going to read them not, off real if quick. If number one isn't right, you're fired. Okay. I'm pretty sure I nailed it. Number 10. Ewok celebration and the finale from the original Return of the Jedi. Can't believe that that is that low. That's number list. 10. It, it will, I had to move it down a couple spots too. I had to get some of these on here. Number nine, from Attack of the Clone, Across the Stars. The, the yeah, I hope romantic, you're piping these in as we do this. Yeah, yes. The romantic anthem between Anakin and Padme. Yeah. Um, probably my favorite thing in their whole relationship that came out of it was not Luke and Leia, but maybe oh, that theme. Mine was so, the slaughter. Number eight. Mine was the Tusken Raiders slaughter. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight. Go with me here a little bit, but the Mandalorian theme. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh, absolutely. It's a a tell from a TV show and not not uh, the movies itself. Seven, yeah. uh, back to Return of the Jedi Parade of the Ewoks. Look it up. Yeah. Soon, the minute you hear it, you're gonna you're, you're gonna parade. Gonna it. Yeah, reminds me of uh, walking around Star Tours and the uh, the Ewok village up above every time. Number okay. six, New Hope, Cantina Band. That, it's a banger. <laughs> I, I don't think you can deny it. It's a, hey, it's 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 definitely recognizable. It's a party song, man. I uh, I know. I, I'm th- I'm sitting here while you're talking, trying to think what mine are. I know my top two. Okay.
number five is has you to named, be. Either, you haven't named either one yet. The main title. The entrance, okay. you know, that. Yeah, that's, that's top yep. five. Yep, that's top, top number five. five. Material. Number four. This was a little bit of a surprise for me, but I, I've listened to this, uh, especially I've put this song into a lot of, when we talk about Star Wars, into the background music of a lot of our podcast episodes. Number four is from Force Awakens. It's Ray's theme. I feel I need to have that in there somewhere. Yeah. three guys we're almost done number three is the throne room that's my top that's in my top two that's one of my top two yeah i love that that's that's i love it i love it i love that that's how the movie ends like that's just so good it's so good and like it is just like just freaking epic at that moment you know i love it it's one of those it's a theme it's a song that grabs you the first time you see that movie and every time you watch it it just i mean it just leaves you so it's so happy and walking out like vince mcmahon (laughs) after seeing star wars number two don't do it don't say the number one at number two leia's theme Okay, so you got it right. He did it, folks. sunset no yes how do you not even have this in your top 10 luke looking across you know that's great good stuff (laughs) get two ewoks in there and no duel of the fates i had a feeling you would like duel of the fates you think i don't like love duel of the fates that is probably my least favorite star wars song wait did you have vader's theme in there no i didn't have vader's i didn't do Uh. i don't like Two thumbs down. I appreciate all the the Imperial themes, but I'm a good guy fan. It's got to be good guy music. Duel of the Fates is the jam. It doesn't sound like... like Star Wars themes are very slow 
and melodic and in the moment. And that thing just, it's too loud, it's too fast for a Star Wars theme, and it does, like, from the get-go, It I've never been a fan. Hey, do your own top ten there if you don't like it. <laughs> I just gotta say that when uh, uh, our marching band in high school would play Vader's theme, like if the defense made a good stop in the football yeah. game, and you just heard that low brass behind you, dun dun, and just the the bleachers just yeah. vibrated. Oh yeah, it was like that's such a powerful piece of music. So that's oh, awesome. Yeah, that the Imperial March. Um, yeah, those are great. But I like good guy music. So they're not going to crack my top ten. We're bad boys over here for life. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Ambush top ten. Star Wars oh, music. I like it. Well Ambush. done. You did well it. Well done. Any, uh, other, uh, any other thoughts? I got, I'll do a couple lightning rounds on some notes I took. Um, this show opened with a school shooting. Yeah, that was nice. The timely, day, timely. All it was a week was it, in America. Was it the day of the Uvalde yeah. massacre or the day after? It doesn't matter. They probably wrote it the day of a school shooting. Yeah. They right, they right, filmed right. it the day of a school shooting. They released it the day of a school shooting. Right. So they there was a little they disclaimer up front saying this could be sensitive. So. And the first episode is this the first time we ever had subtitles for a Jawa? Ah, uh, you know, I'm not sure, but the subtitles threw me off a little bit because, like, I... Uh, I don't know. I have subtitles on half the time in this oh, house. Oh, no. <laughs> not me. Um, I want... Well, most, mostly, I just... You'd be surprised the stuff you find out that they meant you to notice that you don't notice. Yeah. It's not so much what they say. It's the things in the background you hear, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, I just... I can't get over... I'll, I'll just I'm just sitting there reading words and not seeing anything uh, that's happening. I'm trying to look at it unless I don't understand something. Anyway, I, I thought Cliff would like that scene because it, it's everyone haggling over a vintage toy. Yeah, that was good stuff. Like he's out looking for old Star Wars toys. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hook up with that Jawa. Uh, well, episode two, the homeless clone trooper. I saw yep. a lot of people mention that. Yeah. It, was that someone we're supposed to know, or just I don't a, think so. an idea? It's just a homeless clone. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a way to get uh, Tim Morrison a cameo. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, we haven't mentioned. Man, I did not think he did a very good job. It, it was, was so stilted to me and script. It just like deli- the delivery of most of his lines just seemed like they could have used a few more takes. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was just kind like of the a quick idea. cameo, and then he was a kind of a major part throughout it so mm-hmm. i like that idea of like stolen valor like you know oh, uh, yeah. pretending to be a jedi like that's an interesting corner of what you know post order 66 universe i like the idea of i love the idea of the character i love the idea that he tries to help i love the idea that he it teaches obi-wan to trust this shady character a kind of uh a refraction showing why he would trust han solo someday mm-hmm. you know but but i did not like the execution. I, I love uh, Camille Nanjiani, but I just thought it just didn't. Yeah. It was so just like first take to me every time. And like, it seemed a little too real world. Like, oh, I use magnets. Yeah. It's like, I'm a, I'm a huckster. <sighs> yeah. 
It's like, eh. Um, I did not catch Flea's character's name. Everybody just called him Flea. Mm-hmm. All right, ever, so, well, I wanted to know, should, should it be C. Fleepio or R2 Flea 2? It's a toss-up. Princess Flea. <laughs> I had seen his the character's name somewhere, but I didn't pay any attention to it, because I was it just like, matter. before he, like his face was even on, I went, I was watching it with Carly, and I went, is that Flea? (laughs) What? Uh, Red Hot Chewy Pepper. (laughs) Uh, My new favorite character in the Star Wars universe is the dinosaur in a tracksuit. The bounty hunter dinosaur guy Mm. that was on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up. That's an actual species, the Tishar. That's in some expanded universe thing. Okay. I like a dinosaur in a tracksuit. Um... Tracksuit, Dino Mafia. Uh, we didn't mention dragging him through the fire as one of the uh, yeah pretty yeah. gnarly things Vader does, and that loader droid. Did we like? Did, did you know? We usually it's very easy to emotionally connect with these droids. I feel like that's another one that doesn't yeah. speak, but we're like, oh, it's my favorite droid. I feel yeah. manipulated. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it didn't. I don't know. It didn't do it for me. That, that the whole dragging him through the fire was definitely like, man, it's like they were specifically doing things to do that theory of each episode was an episode of the original six right movies. Yeah, know? we didn't we didn't mention that that everything. Yeah, had, it's like had, episode uh, one was episode one, episode two, so on. Like, you know, episode four was go rescue Leia from a imperial base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fortress in what was it called? Fortress in Quisitoris or some crazy thing. I was like, it's from a video mm. game. I was like, my son yeah. had to explain it. To Apparently, me. there was a lot of reference to the Jedi Fallen Order mm-hmm. video game. I never played it, but apparently, a lot of stuff was in there from that. So the sad, we got a sad robot death. You know, we the the, the robot was a hero, and then he died protecting people. So. They'll, they'll make toys of him, and they'll be yep. yeah. already on pre-order. They'll go yeah. down in robot yeah. history. Um, <laughs> I had a customer when when we first saw the holster. Yeah, the imperial lady was wearing. She was wearing it on like the opposite side or something, and this customer was like, "Oh." That's how Leia wears her holster in the original movies. It's like a cross pull. It's on the other side. I'll bet she teaches her how to shoot. And I was like, in my, I, I nodded and smiled. But in the back of my head, I'm like, what a ridiculous detail <laughs> to hang something on. Like, what side does Leia wear her holster? And by gum, the yeah. holster became it by the end of the by the end of the series. The holster is a thing. Yeah. And she yeah. wears it exactly like the, the the lady did. It's like, all right, I guess there is literally no detail too small. Right. That can't be mined for yeah. nostalgia or, or yeah. uh, uh, I recognize that. So. That's why we have QAnon because <laughs> Star Wars keeps doing these little things that actually add up to something. So, <laughs> Not well just done. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Lee, for catching that detail, but I would never have noticed or cared, but you did it. Oh, she was so cute at the end when she was putting on her gloves and her, her, her little boots and i was like there she is 
<laughs> and again, the whole thing, we had to have the references to the memes and the things. You know, at one point, you know, Vader gets the high ground, you know, because oh, yeah. I have to have the high ground, the hello there quote. Oh, like you great. have to play that into the, again, the, hey, that's a thing I recognize. Right. So, oh, yeah. Like, and I don't mind that. I'm, that's not a criticism. Like, no, no. If you didn't like have that stuff, that. What, you know, why would you miss that opportunity? Right. So. Star Wars has done that from the beginning, using, right. you know, the same quotes over and over and over right. again. Just the, uh, you know. I don't we know. We, we I'm t- getting a bad feeling about it. <laughs> We we talk about how cool Vader was and and how powerful that he's he's you, you know become uh, as he would say, but then to have Obi Wan go just full like God Jedi mode there at the end on Vader, I was just like, oh, finally somebody you know one of the good guys can do something. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and that scene where it goes between. Hayden's voice and James Earl Jones' yes. voice, like that. That was very effective. So cool. This yeah. may be uh, James. I've read James Earl Jones is ninety-one now, and so this very, you know, this could be our very last time of him, you know, reading for the voice. So. Yeah, but he didn't. The way I heard it is they just used. They have synthesized his voice, like they have his voice. Like he's he's listed, but he yeah. they did a lot of this just with using because oh. because the voice he did in something previously to this in the last few years might have been Rogue One mm-hmm. sounds way older than this. They have figured out a way to make him sound like he was at the back then. Yeah, so it is very well. I I did notice like they've that. just got him. They're just plugging in script and spitting out James Earl Jones. I, I did notice that. Just like you said, I, I think it was Rogue One where he sounded a lot older and you yeah. know, raspy. This he sounded great. This yeah, is, this, this he is... sounded amazing, and I thought, oh, I, and I credited you know to them messing with it. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't think he read, he read a line. line. Oh, I don't I think knew. he read. Man, when, would that not be George, the end of George Lucas's vision, like a perfect movie set? Yeah, like, have, not having to deal yeah. with actors. Yeah, just yeah. being able to tinker and get what yeah. you want. Just to, <laughs> just instead of telling them faster, just click. Yeah, fast right. Yeah, that's. We've achieved it, George. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it is accomplished. <laughs> so yeah, I could nitpick the little. I didn't understand Reva's plot whatsoever. I didn't know what she was doing half the time. And there was silliness all around, but overall, it, it won me over with the stuff I wanted to see. Yeah, the stuff that surprised me, characters I liked and was rooting for. So yeah, from what I personally want from Star Wars. This one delivered, so I I very much enjoyed it. I'm all aboard. Yep, I'll take more. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that's it. We did it. It took a while, but we got we, we got the Obi Wan. So super happy Whoa. to do it. Who knows what we'll uh, get next? Is there more? What is next? More Mandalorian or? Yes, Mandalorian season three. Um, we know of a, a, a new Star Wars movie. Uh, I think next up on the agenda is the uh, Taika Watiti take on Star Wars. So who knows what we get with that? He's Taika talking. About, he's talking about new characters and getting away, uh, getting away from peop- uh, characters we know into new adventures. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that's, I saw an article that 
talking about how this was supposed to be a movie trilogy of Obi-Wan. Yeah. But how the, 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 re- the reception of Solo kind of tanked that. So and yeah, I, it feels like a correction where, where you know, the, and this kind of story is probably better as a series than it would be yeah, I, waiting I think three it, years between movies. I think it was, but man, I, I don't know why people were so down on Solo. Solo and Rogue One, I like both of them fine enough. I mean, I, I, I just don't understand it. So, you know, they talked about, well, we're not going to recast roles, and then they recast roles, and I, who knows what's going to happen. All right, All right, so that is our full and complete and exhaustive review of Obi-Wan Kenobi from Disney+. Plus. We will be back soon with much more from all over the pop culture universe. May the Force be with y'all. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.